Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the Curios Cast. This week we are talking about the Mole Man of Hackney and other notable subterranean excavations. <laughs> I planned how I was going to say that, and then I just forgot a little bit. Yeah. There's just so many excavations. subterranean excavations that I can't I can't think of the most yeah. notable ones. Yeah. There, there, there are quite a lot. So to like, I originally was just going to talk about the Mole Man of Hackney. You see, I see. You, I, I take it you know about the Mole Man of Hackney, George. Like, and yeah, not, made... not too in depth, but I've heard okay. of it. Or, yeah, yeah, I've heard of the phenomenon. Yeah, phenomenon. and then and then uh, as I was looking it up, I just sort of stumbled across a few other like pretty interesting subterranean excavations so uh all right i'm here for it yeah, yeah and there's not a full you know there's lots out there about the mole man of hackney as well and i, I don't think i could got a full hour hour out of just him either as mm. as fascinating as he is but um so you sort of maybe heard the name you don't really know much about it now uh, yeah, I've heard the name. I, I, I think I read about a different subterranean excavation oh. maybe last year okay. uh, or, or the year before, and then he, you know, he was linked in the uh, in in the article or like right, mentioned. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know too much about him, but mm. yeah, I think I love, most... I love anything with like underground tunnels. And, yes, you know, so do I. I. I don't it's think I know. I don't think I've ever read about any subterranean <laughs> excavation. Uh, you got to be no, nah, mate. You got to be in the right circle. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think we learnt about the the Channel Tunnel at school. That is technically an, a subterranean that excavation. Is a subterranean excavation, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I got got really into like a, a YouTube video of, of some guy uh, who goes into old World War Two bunkers in Kent. Um, mm. You know, obviously there's loads on the coast from Second World War and even like Napoleonic forts. There's loads of tunnels and shit. And yeah. he went into there's like a, an original Channel Tunnel which was built or like they tried to build one in like 1880 or something. That and he managed work. to get in it, and That's it's sick. All crumbling and shit and falling down, and oh. obviously it's, it's probably really dangerous to go in there. It only goes out um, maybe 150 meters or 200 meters or whatever. <laughs> Got far yeah, then, but it's mental. Yeah, but I'll send you the video, Rob. I think you'll you'll find That's it interesting. Awesome, yeah. but, um, Funny enough, yeah. we were actually in a well, we, we couldn't get into it, but today we went walking in a Cobham, which is in Kent, uh, and there's like an an old RAF base thing, but there's there's like these. It, it, it's like an underground base thing where they would have stored ammo and things. Um, but yeah, there's, the, the gates are all like padlocked and shit. You can't get into it. Mm. Yeah. I think, in fact, the the guy uh, goes into Coalhouse Fort. I'm pretty sure he's got a video in, inside Coalhouse Fort, like going Ooh. down in all the tunnels. Yeah. So I'll share it. Maybe we'll go in there for our Big up Car- I'd special love, one. Yeah, I'd love to have a good old look around Coalhouse Fort. They did open days, yeah. didn't they? Big up Coalhouse Fort. Anyway, this is not... A podcast about Kai's fault. No, the Mole uh, Man of Hackney. Yeah. It is the Mole Man of Hackney, right? So, you know, speaking of, uh, just quickly, the, do you know where Cole Asphalt is, Tom? No. Thames Estuary, mate. <laughs> oh. It is. It's pretty yeah. close. To, if you, in fact, if you cycle from Tilbury Landing Station, where the bell rings <laughs> with the fog, yeah. you can cycle fog. along the front to Coas Fort. You, can, you cycle from Tilbury Fort to Coas Fort. It's a great yeah. Thames Estuary ride. Uh, yeah, better, better, better one in mind. Um, but no, the Mole Man of Hackney, otherwise known as William Little, right? Slightly um, less appealing, that second. <laughs> William Little. Yeah. Well, he was, uh, yeah, affectionately known as the Mole Man of Hackney, right? Cause it, so basically what he did, he was this dude that uh, owned a house in, in Hackney. Um, and he spent like, like 40 years he lived there. And it, it turned out, like gradually people sort of started to, to, to realise that he was doing it. But he was basically just decided to dig, just to dig tunnels <laughs> underneath his house. So his thing he said is it like... It's it, it like a great quote from him where he just says, uh, I first tried to dig a wine cellar and then the cellar doubled and so on. But the idea that I dig tunnels under people under other people's houses is rubbish. I just have a big basement. <laughs> <laughs> so like he was always constantly like whenever like every now and then as it becomes, you know, more known and notable, people would go and try and interview him and stuff. But he was, you know, pretty tactful in, uh, you know, not admitting exactly what he was doing. He was always pretty... Um, secretive about it and was just uh, yeah anytime someone asked he'd be like well you know just it's my basement man um what a great thing to start doing like yeah and he just loved it and it starts 
by my reading today, started off, it's a bit confusing. Like some people say that he bought the house in the 60s, um, like 1962, he lived in it from. Other people, I read another account that said he inherited it. Um, either way, it, 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 you know, by the, time, by the time you get to like the 80s, if you bought a house in the 60s in the middle of London, you probably paid fuck all for it, you know. So you, mm. you can imagine there's quite a few um, people who would be like, what, what do they call it? Something rich, but cash poor, like... Uh, Bohemian? No, no, there's a phrase like property rich, like but assets. cash poor. Uh, yeah, 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 asset, asset rich. rich. Yeah, yeah, equity rich, asset rich, but cash poor, you know. Yeah. So it kind of seems like he, he didn't really have a lot of money. He did like, he definitely did like a an interesting job. So he, he, grew up, he was born in Donegal in Ireland. Um, and then he was like a civil engineer. So he's obviously an intelligent dude. Um, which I guess gave him his like burrowing uh, chops. Um, yeah, he basically, uh, and then yeah, and then I, I, I don't know if he started doing this before he retired, but it's maybe after he retired. It seems you know, um, but he didn't really seem to have a lot of money by that point. But I guess you know, you got your house done and paid for. Didn't need a lot of money. It sort mm. of seems a little bit like. Um, I don't want to be unfair to the guy if I'm mischaracterising you know, like a like a hoarder type existence that he had after a mm-hmm. while, you know. And, and he's um, there's accounts of when he was a bit younger, um, more in like the sort of eighties. There's accounts of like people like renting uh, space in in, in his uh, house, and it actually, you know, he does say he was tunneling by this point, but um, the house seems pretty uh, habitable still because he was renting out rooms. So he obviously made a bit of money back there. Um, but he had a wife and a daughter, which he no longer had by this point. And it's probably quite mean, really. I guess they probably just died and he was probably quite sad and lonely after this. But, you know, being like students that lived in the flat, he said that, you know, they speculated about what happened to them, you know. But mm. I, I didn't read anything else about that. I don't think there's any actual suspicion on this guy of anything. To, you know, they said because of why he was digging these tunnels, you know, they speculated why he was digging. Yeah. But mm. it, uh, I think that was literally this one guy that said that. As, as you would as like a, you know, a student living in this house with this weird dude that doesn't say anything and digs tunnels under the house <laughs> uh, um, and charges you cheap rent for it. But yeah, it seems he was always a bit eccentric and, uh, you know, started to make a bit of money by renting out some of the buildings and the neighbours would always see him doing kind of like wacky stuff. Like, and, and he was always a bit into um, like reclaiming things, you know, which I guess is quite uh, ahead of his time. Um, apparently he once took a uh, billboard to like, he actually stole a billboard really. he was like, like one of his neighbours said like he acquired a billboard from somewhere he must have just nicked it uh, to like fix a patch in his uh, roof that was leaking or something <laughs> and he was obviously quite handy you know like knew how to yeah. build a fu- I mean would you know how to build a, like a, a huge excavated tunnel like under your house like I, I don't think I would doubt it I mean, no. yeah I wouldn't I mean, have to reinforce it I, I wouldn't exactly I could start digging a hole but then yeah to actually build it, like, so, like, he, he didn't fuck about, you know, they, they went down, uh, so ultimately, like, um, they, they reckon that the, they sort of, est- surveyors and things, you know, eventually had to come in, like, years later, but they estimate that he cleared out, like, a hundred cubic metres of dirt. That's a lot. Which, which is a lot, yeah. Mm. And, uh, like, it's like, where did, he, where did he, I don't know if he, like, gradually, like, would take it places, but his house was basically eventually kind of filled with filled with dirt but that's not <laughs> that's 100 <laughs> yeah but that's not 100 cubic centimeters he must have also like meters can he was doing, you know like in meters, the great sorry. escape he was just going out into the street had it in his, in uh, his pockets yeah yeah, shake it out. That, yeah and eventually there was just like just shit everywhere in the street yeah and he was just yeah. going for a little stroll yeah i'll see here it says out. that he he just started putting it in rooms inside his house yeah well eventually that must have been the case but like uh he must have also got rid of it in other places, but chuck it um, over the neighbours, like yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, and and some he of also like, made a like, hundred meter cubed uh, pile as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was also some of like eight meters deep, and apparently spreading twenty meters in all directions from his house. Like eight meters is is fucking deep. That's yeah, probably yeah. the size of a wait. Well, that's not the size. Yeah, that probably is the size of a house, isn't it? Eight meters, I, I guess, or about half the size of a house, is it? Yeah, not for, don't average. look at your house, George, because you've got a stupid, tall Dutch house. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just think yeah, I mean, well, how tall is a normal door? Size. Like a normal door is like... something meters. Because like, we've had this conversation before. Like we're all about probably like one point eight meters or so. Like we're just under two meters. I think if you're like a yeah. six foot person. Mm. Okay. Well, in size of the average UK house is seventy six square meters. So if he's dug out. So he's, he's dug a, over a house out of his. Out, you know. Yeah. Out of below in the tunnels. Which goes, you know, I can't find the height, but UK house, I don't know, I could just type in height. I typed size, which is obviously <laughs> going to give me the square yeah. meterage. Um, so it says, yeah, the average feet, three room meters. is floor to ceiling oh, 2.2 meters. Yeah, a story, three meters. So six meters, you know, say eight, it's about the size of a house he dug yeah. down. Yeah. Pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, he's Did a he... Fill it with anything. Like, did he like set so up like, a re- little games room or whatever, or like a no, uh, no, little really. man not cave? Really. You know, yeah. He he like he would reinforce it with like concrete. So like, there's all like there's there's some weird ass pictures of like he kind of just filled it with crap. So there's like bits he'd put like old fridges and things. And apparently, <laughs> ultimately, like I don't I don't I don't understand this, but they reckon when they cleared it all out, they cleared out like cars and like scraps of a boat i don't know whether that was just in the general property or whether he's like it implies in the one of the things i read that like he got this shit down the fucking tunnels like <laughs> bits bits of boat bits of car like maybe he took them all apart but it, but there's pictures of him so there was a an artist who managed to get down there uh and, and take pictures of it at one point uh let me oh, i wrote her name down uh yeah, I kind of want to know, like, is it, is it like a tunnel that, is it like a, um, I guess like a downwards tunnel that you, like, you use a ladder to get down, or is it just like he dug a hole that gradually gets lower and lower? He or... probably built it out of his cellar and then yeah. built different layers, because it says it went down different levels. So yeah, I guess there was like bits where he just dug down and then dig like another shaft and then it just opened up into it, like... Yeah, no one, re- the thing is, no one really knows. So like it's it, weird though. So, so do they still exist the, the tunnels, or have they all been filled in? No, this is not so like this is ancient history, right? This is no, yeah, this is well. He died 60, in seventy years ago. He died in two thousand and ten. So yeah. uh, it, it's very mm. current history. Uh, let me. So I found. So basically, there was a there was an artist lady. So once you know, once it became popular, there was always sort of people trying to, uh, you know, get in and interview him and stuff. And he was very secretive about it. But he once let this uh, artist lady go in. And uh, take some photos. Um, <laughs> he later ended up being like quite fucking brutal and sexist to her, apparently, and oh. quite aggressive. Um, so it was around 2006 she went in Why there. Why has he got to ruin it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, look at these. <laughs> so these, there's some pictures of it in there, but she, you know, you ain't going to go. So you go in this aggressive, fucking sexist, uh, weird, kind of eccentric old man, and you go look at these tunnels. You ain't digging too far, are you? Let's be honest. Like, yeah, yeah. she probably went in a bit, and, and then he's like, keep going down there. Be like, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm all right. But you yeah, can see there's one Karen, where he's like. Karen Russo. Yeah, Karen Russo is her name. Uh, KarenRusso.co.uk, you can see these pictures. Uh, gallery, forward slash gallery, forward slash 47. If anyone wants to have a look. Um, you can see there's one picture where he's stacked up like a, an upside down bathtub and like a fridge. <laughs> like, mate, a fridge is fucking heavy to lift up there. There's also a, a sink on the wall there. So I don't know whether this was like originally... An underground. This is the start of it, maybe. But and he's had to reinf. I don't know. Or, or he eventually. This must put be the a sink start there. of it, like the part that was actually the house. Like there's proper brickwork mm. and yeah, a sink. So this must be the basement, the cellar. But where... you go down a bit, and there's a bit where they say he built like steps in. Apparently, so there's bits where like, there's like steps in that, and he did that. Um, I'd quite like to see this. Apparently, it's like, well, it was on display at Paradise Road Gallery. I guess it's not like a permanent display. Um. What, those pictures? Those pictures, yeah. It's a shame. If, I'd like to see if they were. Um, there's like a bottom one. You can sort of see this creepy. There's like a, there's clearly a tunnel below like and there's clearly pit. a tunnel going in, but it's just like a mess. It looks like, a, like almost like a bomb's gone off, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, mm. and, and like a very disarray building site at best or, or like trying to rebuild a, a, a bomb site. Uh, but there's just random stuff. That's what's weird about it. There's like cables. I guess I guess the cables maybe are lights, but there's just like crates of things, and it doesn't look overly safe, does it? No, no. <laughs> no. 
and like bits of wheels and old buckets that I guess he's used to carry mother, like a sofa in one of them. Um, but yeah, apparently as she says, there's like a quote from her at the end, like, my encounter with this eccentric and aggressive man ended in violence against me and I subsequently decided to end the project. However, the photographic record I was left with provides a tantalising glimpse into the inaccessible world of the unconscious and raises intriguing questions about the relationship between artist and subject and the, elusive, and the elusiveness of the documentary process itself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she obviously has some fairly artistic take on, on the whole. Yeah, uh, she's like, um, she's also sort of linked his obsession with tunnels as being the ultimate Freudian manifestation. Yeah, so uh, I see about that. It's a bit... I, I didn't, I'm not sure about that take. That's a bit... Mm, yeah. yeah, but yeah, he was extremely racist, misogynistic, and paranoid, and was only interested in talking about my sex life, his elusive <laughs> subterranean behaviour. Like Basically a dirty old man, yeah. In many ways, yeah. like that of an actual mole. Ooh. Like those moles from that fucking Christmas thing. That cunty old mole. Oh yeah, that <laughs> who just wanted weird. to who just wanted to basically marry this young girl. It was a human girl that was shrunk down, and he just wanted to marry her and take it. And he, even though he was like sixty odd, yeah, maybe they based that fucker. This is the real life mole from the Hansel and Gretel story because it's not actually <laughs> from that Christmas one, is it? It's the Hansel and Gretel story, but deep. Anyway, I just found a whole new level to this levels, <laughs> levels. Subterranean levels. Subterranean to this. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so uh, he, he was doing this for years, right? And and he was mostly sort of going unnoticed for a while. But eventually the neighbours started to, you know, know that they must have always known he was a slightly eccentric man. You know, the house was kind of falling into disrepair a bit. And, and they wouldn't, you know, you'd notice shit like that. Uh, it, especially it was quite, it was quite, it's always quite a standalone quite a standout rather uh, property on the street because it was it's it's on its own it's fully detached and it's got mm. quite a bit of space around it which in London is a you know especially in the middle of Hackney it's quite mm. a rarity yeah um, and, and you see if you look on like Google Street View and stuff the rest of the houses were, 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 even then you know were not like that uh, and it, and it kind of goes back to that it, it, whether he bought it or was handed it down in the 60s and then just held onto it um, ultimately ended up being auctioned off for 1.2 million, the property. Um, this was after he died, but it's one of the, he must have been around that for, you know, while he was alive. Um, it was only like three years after he died, I think it got sold off. Um, maybe not even that. So he was, but he was, when you, he was sort of living in squalor, you know, for want of a better way, he wasn't really living hmm. uh, And apparently uh, when they went in there afterwards, there was all signs of like, like you did, you know. You said, was he using it for anything? There were signs of like live, sort of living areas, and uh, I read in one article that it said about like some aptly titled books, like Journey to the Center of the Earth, and and things. So he obviously had an interest in oh, yeah. uh, exploration and things yeah. like that. I, I guess you would, fucker. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess you'd have to be well into it, but yeah. Uh, but eventually, like neighbors started complaining, um, and there's a quote from one of his neighbors. You know, lived just uh, cut houses down. You know, would always joke he'd expect to come in tunneling up through the kitchen floor, but uh, they were always complaining because they were worried. You know, it was making everything structurally unsafe. You know, is he is he tunneling under our house? Yeah, I wonder if you'd hear him. Like, mm. if he was probably going under your house, especially if he went. It says twenty meters wide. Yeah. They must have got, he must he have gone under some people's yeah. houses, yeah. Well, apparently, like, a few, it really started to come to the council's attention when a few, like, sinkholes and shit started happening. <laughs> so, like, eventually, he was, like, close enough to, you know, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Like, uh, bits of the street collapsed. And, and, and at one point, they rerouted a bus. Uh, the, the first, actually, I got, I, got a, I got a shout out, Sandra from the Folk Club. Um, I actually found out about this whole thing because uh, it's... Uh, Sandra from the folk club that I go to, yes, I go to a local folk club, um, was uh, just shared a thing about it. But in this, in the thing that she shared, it said that a bus, a double-decker bus fell down like a sinkhole, which is not true. Um, but the council actually rerouted the bus route because they were worried about it driving down the, wo- the road that he'd been excavating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're worried about it collapsing. Um, but uh, he did at one point cut through a, like a a power line and cut the power to the whole street, <laughs> apparently all like half the street. Uh, and it was like stuff like this that the council eventually were like, no, we, we need to sort this out. And they, uh, so they evicted him and what they, uh, well, they temporarily rehomed him initially. They, they mm. put him up in a, in another place and then uh, said they were going to go in and like fill all the holes 
and they were going to charge him like a hundred grand to do this. They're going to fill it all with like concrete, basically pump all the things through somehow. Um, he then like kept like sneaking back into it. They put all these like, uh, like fencing around and stuff, you know, to keep out people exploring. I was thinking, I bet, I bet people got in and explored. Like there's no way oh, some yeah, kids didn't get in. And he eventually got in through a hole in the wall. By this time he's like in his seventies. So like if he managed to get in through this hole in the gate, some kids fucking got in yeah. and went down and looked in those tunnels. Like they definitely did. And when I was thinking about that, it actually made me think of a subterranean excavation uh, yeah. local to me and Gray's that we used to go to, which I, I still don't really know what it was. I, I'm pretty sure it's padlocked up now. But when we were younger, there was like, it was definitely some sort of, well, I say it's definitely, I, I assume it was some sort of army war-based thing. So there was these woods near us called Badger's Dean. And there was, uh, it was a tunnel that you could, uh, you could just get in. So like there was like a, a fence, but as long as I remember, it was it was open. Like it maybe once upon a time it'd been padlocked, but a padlock had been long since been cut. And you could mm. just open it and you could go in there and we would like you know, dare each other to sort of get in certain way. You know, we were like young kids, you know, be like, oh, yeah. fuck it, it's the, the ghost part, you know. But like <laughs> eventually when we you know got a bit older and decided to go in a bit further, you you walk down this tunnel and it got to this open clearing of like this sort of room. And uh, now, like, as I was thinking about this today, I was, I was more and more thinking, like, you know, you, t- you take it for granted a little bit when you're younger, like, oh, this is, like, room cave thing that we explore in the woods. But now I'm thinking about it, I was like, that was really weird. <laughs> like, mm. like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then you went around a corner and there was, like, a bit where there was, like, a, like a sort of uh, bed frame, like a sort of... The, burnt out kind of bed frame and I don't know whether that was a you know had since been put there by maybe a homeless person that would decided to live in it or just a that was an old thing that maybe it was an air raid shelter at some point or that's pretty cool that's weird yeah, yeah. never known what it was and, yeah, it and eventually been so creepy as a kid like yeah, super just, creepy as a kid and I yeah. remember like never the amount of times that we dared each other to sort of go in and never really getting that far you know barely getting down the fucking thing yeah. you know and, but, but we wouldn't have had torches or nothing either you know like you know you got, you take it for granted, you got a torch on your phone now like yeah. mm. the first time we sort of found it you know like maybe it was locked or you know you could squeeze through even or something you know and then like getting down with uh, ground worker Steve you know <laughs> we were like, like yeah, God, I'll take it down there and then, nah, and then that's uh, where his love for ground working <laughs> began <laughs> yeah I remember once we like told our friends like this lie that uh, <laughs> that we'd had gone down there and then like someone we found it, there was like a guy in there and, and and he tried to grab us and Steve had to slash him with a knife <laughs> and we got away like, like, um I wonder if anyone, there might be a friend somewhere that still believes that to be true. <laughs> yeah, you know, still, like, still retells that story. Yeah, past. yeah, my friends once. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I remember eventually, like, we got a little bit older, and then oh, 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 we go back with like a torch, you know, like specifically bring a torch to go explore. Should we go to the tunnel? Yeah, like Stranger you know, like, Things or something. Yeah, like, and then, <laughs> a group of kids with your, you know, rucksacks full of yeah. torches and <laughs> yeah, probably a radio to like yeah. radio the guy who waited outside. Yeah. And then uh yeah, eventually I remember doing it like one time around Christmas. I remember we went back to the Christmas bazaar afterwards. I don't know I remember that. Um but yeah, we went in and then and it was like there were like candles and shit around. Which in hindsight was probably just people that decided to go hang out in there, you know, older kids that weren't scared of a tunnel probably get high and drink or whatever. And but we remember we were thinking, oh there's like rituals in the the candles or I don't know. Uh, but anyway, subterranean excavation. That's, that's a subterranean excavation I remember. I, I'm going to have to try and find out what that was. Um, I'm assuming... Yeah, I'm just, go back there. Just looking up to see if it's, if it's still there, because mm. if you can find it online, because I know there's, um, there's, like a, there's a website called um, Atlas Obscura, mm-hmm. okay. which there's always like things on there, like weird little um, like old bits of architecture that are sort of underground that are hidden and stuff like that and people for some reason mm. put them all on there like okay. urban explorers I know so it uh, might I, be on there I know Turkish Glenn will be loving this section as well because I know like I've been in those I've been in it with him as well like as slightly older young adults and we did a bit of a film for uni like 29 <laughs> <laughs> yeah like not like probably like 18 like, like definitely older and uh put um we put a, we put up the gate from that in this film 
film. I think I think it was I think it was shoot down the planes to make more room for the birds, which was a much better name than it was anything else. <laughs> like nothing else really happened. I dreamt it once. I woke up in the morning and wrote it down. Shoot down the planes to make more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't even. I can't even take the piss. You just. just <laughs> Taking the piss out yourself. Oh, I loved it. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll try and find a link just for you guys to see. It was nothing really happened in it, but uh, but but the the the, the uh, gate from that uh, building was in that film. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was in there. Um. Anyway, where was I with fucking Mole Man and Hackney? Oh yeah. So eventually they uh, they after like trying to kick him out temporarily to fill these tunnels he kept getting back in and shit like that then I think he did something else I can't remember what he did um, and they were just like nah I've had it you know like you're done um, they're already ordering him 100 grand at this point to uh, pay for this work eventually they moved him out at, you know at the council's expense to a uh, like a fourth story or sixth story flat which he, uh, after they after he died so he died like three years after they moved him out yeah. turned out he like tried to tunnel and stuff there <laughs> he'd like in he'd the like flat well, yeah he'd like tunneled through the walls or something Fucking like he'd, yeah he'd done a bit of tunneling <laughs> and like <laughs> something weird um but yeah they eventually sold it for yeah 1.2 million to some uh to like an artist lady uh a nice couple i should say but it was uh she still lives there i think she's like sue webster um and she bought it and uh, worked with like uh, an architect, and I mean it, it. It won like house of the year. Apparently, it does look fucking sick. Uh, but but she kept on the outside it looking. She said she wanted to look like a fucked up bunker. She's well arty, like proper art, <laughs> proper hackney artist. Clearly, must have got like hangs out with like Tracy Emin and shit, like high art. Like mm. well, she must have hired to buy one point two fucking million house off being an artist. Um, let me send the link to an article about her. But there's uh, just some cool pictures of the house in this, like what it looks like. I say now, you know, well now, whenever that was after she bought it. Um, there's some good ones in this one as well. Actually, this is like an architecture article I found about it. Um, and they kept a few of like the original steps from it and stuff, like the steps that he made. Apparently, like, they, you know, they re would have made them right. But the house was all sort of falling down the face of it. They took the roof off, flattened the roof, but they kept a lot of the sort of fucked up kind of brickwork that he'd sort of made. And now it's like a live-in, live-slash-workspace, uh, proper trendy artist space, worth way more than 1.2 million, I imagine now. The detached, massive house in Hackney. Yeah, it looks... Fucking nice. It looks fucking well nice, doesn't it? Um, it's a shame that it has been, uh, you know, hacknified, though. Gentrified you know, out of it, yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah, Fuck, he wouldn't be able to anymore, would he? Um, I, there was at one point, I think it was before she bought it, someone had like put like a joke kind of blue, like a fake blue plaque. You know, like the blue plaques that uh, oh, yeah. they put on like Shakespeare's house. Someone had put on like the mole man of Hackney lived here. But mm. if I was her, I'd have had that on there. Like, why not? Yeah, I'm I went sure out with a girl who had one of them on her house. Really, what, an actual oh, legit one? Yeah, an well, actual. A mole man lived there. <laughs> no. Um, I can't remember who it was, though. It was like an old duke or something. Um, it was a big, like, old, fancy house um, in Rochester, near you, mm. Rob. Well, big up Rochester. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, that, that I mean, that's basically the mole man of Hackney. Um, I've got to say, you know, uh, like you did, uh, I, I did watch a, uh, a pretty sick video on it. Um, I was trying to find, I did, I did get it up as you were chatting, as you reminded me to uh, big up my references. Um, got to give our big ups. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I, I read a lot in an article uh, by The Guardian. Um, but I also big ups to the Guardian. Go subscribe to the Guardian. <laughs> there's a sick video by Late Night Stories. Um, Sub was, to Late Night Stories. Yeah, there's a decent video where a guy like narrates it really well. Uh, the whole story of it, and they've just, I mean, they got fucking, they, they got uh, quite a few subscribers, but only really like six videos. Uh, it seems like he went through a phase of doing it, maybe during lockdown, hmm. and then and then stopped putting them out. But there's a uh, yeah, but that was one of his videos. Um, pretty cool uh but then yeah that sort of led me onto a little bit of a, a rabbit hole of oh pun intended mole hole a mole hole um to yeah read about a couple of other famous 
in, a, in inverted commas, uh, tunnelers or tunnels. Um, one I found like this, this guy was like referenced as, as an early, uh, you know, mole man, an early mole man. Uh, his name was uh, Dr. Harrison Gray Dyer. Dyer, D-Y-A-R, Dyer. Um, he was a uh, Smithsonian inst- uh, institution moth expert. Um, so from like the 1930s. It's a pretty niche role there. <laughs> He's a fucking niche role, isn't it? In the Smithsonian, the moth expert. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be one of them when I was a kid. <laughs> Did you actually? <laughs> a Smithsonian moth expert. Yeah. <laughs> but he's I do like moths, to be fair. Moths are pretty what sick, you? mate. Yeah, They're fine. They're f- all right. <laughs> moths. In the Isle of Wight once, we stayed in the Isle of Wight and it was, it was a fuck off moth in the garden. <laughs> Big cunt. Yeah, I, remember I was uh, um, when I was at Glastonbury watching The Cure. Um, we were like standing pretty far at the back, and there was this couple standing in front of us. And this moth came and landed on the guy in front of me's hat, like it was just sitting on his on his hat. And it was huge. I mean, my mates looked at each other. I went, "Look at the size of that moth." It was there for about two hours. Like <laughs> the, cu- the, the cure were on for like a really long time, and the guy was standing like directly in front of me. So I was kind of like. I was half watching the cure, half watching this moth <laughs> on the guy's head, and uh, it'd move about every now and then, like have a little walk, but it mostly just stayed on his hat. And I remember, I remember it wasn't until I like I, I sort of like poked my mate and was like, "That moth's still there," and they were like, "What the fuck?" And then as we were like looking at it, thinking it's been there for so long, then it flew away, but it was there. It was just chilling watching the cure with us well there you go he's probably moths. enjoying it. Love it yeah it's a moth's life mate uh, uh, if you've seen a moth that has changed your life please email in but yeah fucking Harrison Gray Dr. Harrison Gray Dyer moth expert from the Smithsonian um, he was another dude that loved tunnelling but he seemed to go like a, a, he was like a different level with it um, but in similar circumstances they people eventually got pissed off with him but there's like a there's a little like article that was done about him which is most it's just all you can it's basically the most of what you can really find out about him. Um, let me send you the links. You can look. There's like a illustration of what his tunnels look like. I don't know how... Uh, I know that's me linking the same one again. Sorry. Uh, I don't know how accurate the illustration is, but it's interesting to look at nonetheless. It's like a sort of... Um, it, but it does say that he uh, actually like reinforced it with concrete. So there's an article, one of the oldest hobbies in the world, if that is Dr. H. <laughs> G. Dyer, International Authority on Moths and Butterflies at the Smithsonian Institution, has found health and recreation in digging an amazing series of tunnels beneath his Washington home. So there is an actual photo as well of like this concrete excavation, but he's like built it with steps and reinforced it along the way. Um, yeah, he's completely lined it with concrete, like smoothed it all out. Um, the deepest 32, tunnel, yeah, 32, 32 feet, feet down. Deep. What's that in metres, Tom? You're our resident... Uh, 32 feet. It's about, oh, no, it's at least at least one metre, that. No, it's about 10. Yeah, at or least so one. It is at least one. <laughs> 32 feet equals 9.75. When was this? When, when was he doing uh, this? It's basically divided by three. There's yeah. like three feet in a metre, roughly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was in the 30s. Well, the article's from the, the 1930s. So he was doing this around him, which is yeah, which is pretty far out, isn't it? No way yeah. is this uh, <laughs> this um, like representation accurate. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, no, it can't <laughs> be. Can it? That's a like, picture, Tom. What do you want? <laughs> that's not. That is like well, a, it, when you see like um, I guess like a, a diagram of what a tube like when you go go into like a tube station in London, what yeah, it actually looks like. like. When, obviously, when you're in it, you don't. Yeah, cut out of it. Where like you, you're walking through. You don't actually realise how deep you're going and how sort of like a, a maze it is. And, yeah. um This this looks. <laughs> he didn't dig this. Yeah. Like, on that note, I did see like a part of this, like a thing that we're like talking about. You know, like legendary tunnels, and and one of them was uh, about like the London Underground tunnels, because yeah. a lot of people don't realise like, a oh, lot of like. I love it. I love it. I love the London Underground. Yeah. Mystery well, tunnels. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> loads of mystery tunnels that are no longer open. I'd love to go urban exploring and stuff mm. in there. My dad went on one actually that was like uh, an old post. It's like a tour of an old post office. Uh, Me and Colin did that. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. You, you get there's like a t- yeah. post a train in it complex. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, I guess at one point they had a dedicated train line to take the post from 
somewhere else in across different like depots in London. Yeah, through old they, train stations and shit, wasn't it? I suppose. Yeah, so it's like underground, yeah. but it's dedicated yeah. for the post service. They're like mini trains, and now you can go on there and sit in like this little tiny miniature train it takes I you would through love all these tunnels I would and love like yeah. it goes it goes off for miles but obviously you only go on like a certain little track and you go yeah. i don't know how long far you go back and then back again but and it connects to the proper um underground as well there's all these connection lines and shit it's pretty interesting i'm, I'm i know it, at the end of the day it's just talking about trains and tunnels but there's nah, so much more that branches off from yeah. it and there's all these like vaults and like passages and there's like a whole different city under underneath London. Uh, yeah. I think it's uh, well. Yeah, there's loads of abandoned. Well, the thing that we take for granted as well is that in a lot of cities, their like underground network and stuff is they just excavate a big, huge hole, lay a thing, you know, lay like a a, a tube system carriage thing, whatever, and then they mm. concrete over it. And then build a city or whatever, you know, because like, like with the foresight of planning, you know, whereas we actually in London got dug holes, you know, they actually tunneled. Yeah, the city was there long before trains were. Yeah. And then they decided, Mm. oh, we need to, we need to go under, you know, ain't working above yet. So like, it's just proper rare. Like the thing I just sent you there, you look at number nine and and there's like an illustration of what like Piccadilly looks like. And it's just fucking bizarre. You, You don't, you don't quite comprehend how odd you know, and how like weirdly, and that's just in the ground. Like there's just, <laughs> they've mm. just burrowed fucking holes in the ground. Um, yeah, it's nuts. I think it, it's uh, uh, as well, like what fascinates me as well is, well, what partly made me get interested in it is the film Creep. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's that's set in the underground there's, and it goes off into all these passages and stuff. But all those random passages. Oh, is that with the weird disused, like worm things? No, it's no, like the, the woman creative. that falls asleep oh. on the underground and then oh, okay. obviously wakes up all the trains before the night train. So the station's closed, all the trains are done, and then she starts getting like, hunted by this weird like mutant guy who's been living down in the underground and like kidnapping people and eating them and shit. Oh. But it goes yeah, through all these different sick, passages. It's, mm. a, it's a good film. It's like a classic sort of early 2000s film. Mm, um, yeah. But yeah, so that shows like how the t- the sewers and the su- and the underground and all these old bunkers all connect, and you know some bits are not used anymore, but they're still just when you go when you're on the underground, you pass through like abandoned stations. Obviously, mm. you don't see them because there's no lights on and shit. Yeah, and then in those abandoned stations, there's then links to all these old government subway. Uh, passages and all that sort yeah, of sick. That's, yeah, it's mental. I bet, it's probably I bet there's like shit down there. You say about like, you know the postman. I bet there's got to be like secret tunnels that you know for like num- mm. from number ten to get out there's, if there's, there's a fucking tunnels, nuclear threat oh, yeah. or something. There's, there's got to be tunnels gotta be shit under like Whitehall. So Whitehall is like the I don't know if it still is, but it was like the the government sort of headquarters. Um, you know, it's like the mm. MOD headquarters in yeah. London. And there's t- there's like a whole series of tunnels under Whitehall that connect to the underground, but there's others that people don't know about. You know, yeah. they, they they sort of know that there's a tunnel there, but they don't know where it goes. Yeah. So there must be, there must be like a. It's a this wouldn't surprise me. If there's like a dedicated like little train line between Number Ten or Buckingham Palace or something that goes out. Yeah. Somewhere. You'd, you'd assume, wouldn't you? Like, why the fuck not? Mm. Um, but like that, there's a, so talking of like weird tunnels in London, that that then led me to uh, like mystery tunnels in Liverpool. So uh, there was a um, tobacco merchant named Joseph William uh, Joseph Williamson, and uh, so he's credited with digging these tunnels in Liverpool. So they're like over 200 years old. So this, which is um, when does the, the London Underground date back to? I think it's less than that, isn't it? Um, it's like 18, uh, it's earlier than you think. I think it's like 18, but it's not as far as 1860 or something. 18, I mean, it probably would, would have been like really early lines, basically when trains first started. Right, they probably started yeah. trying to dig them underground. I reckon but... it's like mid 1800s. 1863, the first yeah. thing. So three years out, boys. Come on, mate. Yeah. Nice. What's that geezer's yeah. name? Uh, Francis Bourgeois. Yeah. Bourgeois <laughs> yeah, no. is our so resident amazing. guessing the date expert. <laughs> yeah. I'm the resident guessing the height expert. Uh, but I guess this is so. This is dating back to about early 1800s. You know, like in the article I read, that they basically, you know, they say that it was before it predates, you know, London Underground tunnels, mm-hmm. um, because uh, it's like a marvel at like the the detail that went into it. So this is a good one. You like because this is a bit of a mystery, George. They don't really know why uh, these tunnels exist. Um, so there's aliens. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, probably this tobacco merchants made you know credit with making them, but they're not really sure why. Um, some people speculate that he was just doing it to give people work. So uh, he was uh, quite well off, and he it was like he just wanted to give people something to do and pay them for it. Just dig a hole. Just dig a fucking hole. Um, but other people would say, you know, maybe it was for like excavating limestone. I think they say. Um, or other people say maybe he was a smuggler. You know, if he was a tobacco merchant, maybe he was smuggling shit as well. And they were like something to do with smuggle network. But uh, people have started to uncover him now. So there's like workers. Like there'd already been rumours about him and things. And uh, like apparently what, like years and years ago, uh, like they used to be open, but then like they were kind of used as landfill and people chucked it down him. And then there was people complained about the smell. So they uh, filled them all in. Um, but now uh, like amateur kind of explorers have decided to uh, excavate them. And so there's like a group of uh, just just blokes, the retired, mostly retired blokes, it says. Every now and then, like some younger blokes will volunteer and they don't last as long and they get bored. But it's mostly these retired blokes who just uh, get permission, you know, if, if, to go like certain depth and, you know, excavate a certain amount of it. And they're doing it bit by bit. And they just, but, but it's like full of old rubbish, but like rubbish now is kind of like artifacts. So they find all these like chamber pots and apparently like poison bottles and things. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and they're clearing it all out and, you know, keeping the good shit and putting it on display in places. Um, but yeah, they, they still haven't really quite discovered the full depths of it. You know, there's bits they say, like, oh, we'd love to get down this certain tunnel. Um, but, uh, you know, you're not allowed to because, you know, that bit's maybe deemed not to be safe yet, you know. Um, but, but there's bits of it that they haven't covered where they're like huge, uh, like really ornate brickwork. So it's not like matey's tunnels, you know, like they're proper tunnels, but they're also like uh, reinforced with brickwork. Mm. And people say that um, he, he did it, like the, the, the guy, uh, Joseph Williamson, did this to so it was reinforced so he could uh, develop property on it. So other people say that it was like um, there were already tunnels for some other reason, but he built the mm. um, archways the and things. Work. Yeah, the brickwork to make it, to yeah. reinforce it so that he could, because he, he, he was a prominent property developer. So they say it was like a land rec- reclamation thing. Um, mm. So yeah, that's, that's quite a good theory because it definitely, like there's one picture in this article, it's, it's, it's stunning. I'd love to see down there. It's all lit up and everything. It's a proper, it just looks like a, you know, you're walking through some brickwork of like a little archway in London or something. Mm. Um, it's like a full, maybe... Don't get, you don't get that Victorian architecture anymore. Mate. <laughs> I know, it's, it's lovely. It's like a proper, yeah. Lovely. Oh, yeah I'll tell you what, lovely, lovely bit of pointing in that. There is oh. that, mate. My mate Jack would love that. He would fucking love that. Yeah. Brick, I, uh, brick layer, Jack. I, <laughs> it was weird to think, but one other thing I'd like to see is the uh, the sewers in London. Because that's all Victorian. You know, the original... Because it? Yeah. it still uses the, the old Victorian sewers. Mm, um, with the fatberg in it. Yeah, with the fatberg. Let's call that <laughs> to episode one of the Curious Jesus. Cast. Where it all began. Wow. But, um, the reason why they're, you know, they're experiencing things like that is because in London, the sewers are all still Victorian for the most mm. part. And I think they're building like a big new super sewer at the moment. Right. But, um, all, of, all of that is going to be like old brickwork, um, yeah. you know, curved brickwork and stuff. And they use uh, old rivers that flew, you know, like the Fleet River, Fleet Street. Is that um, rivers? Was, um, yeah, yeah, underground, yeah. Hidden rivers that once, you know, were just like normal rivers going through medieval London or Victorian London, but now they've rooted them underground to then become the sewer. So they use the rivers hmm. to then be the sewers. So that's even that's that interesting to me to yeah. know that there's this, you know, river. It's probably not like a huge river, but yeah, these these passages going underneath, uh, you know, North London with mystery rivers in them and stuff, and all these interconnecting chambers and yeah, that is interesting. Uh, you know, it's not all just like shit concrete it's all yeah yeah, yeah. It's brick worked brick out work yeah. and yeah so it'd be quite nice, interesting mate. just going through that obviously not it's full of shit but yeah um and it's interesting yeah there's one right this is one you'll fucking love Joel. so this is this is something you can go and visit um i'd love to fucking do this uh it's called uh i'm gonna i don't know how to pronounce it so m-a-g-i-n-o-t so it's french so even maginot i, I, oh, I imagine no line yeah the imagine imagine yeah. line yeah you know about that Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You so <laughs> it's, it's a relic of World War Two. So it was a big, so they, they referred to it as a military marvel. So it was basically a huge 
kind of like an underground fort, isn't it, really? Like uh, tunnel mm. networks that that linked forts as like a... Um, They're like a barrier. Yeah, like a barrier so, between yeah. the Germany and Belgium border. Oh, sorry, for, uh, the border with Germany from Belgium to Switzerland to stop the, to try and stop the Nazis coming through. But what, what eventually mm. happened was uh, the, the Nazis it. went round the other. Yeah, they went round it, <laughs> went round the other way, and, and <laughs> fucked them up. But but this whole thing still exists, and you can like tour it. It takes like two hours to to go to go around the whole thing. Like it's like proper like a whole underground thing with like rooms and things. And some of it was sold off, which I find mad. Some of it was sold off to the public. So in theory, <laughs> there's some guys that own bits of this and i wonder if they keep it as like a subterranean lair <laughs> you know you can have your welcome to my underground lair um and that'd be a good uh, grand designs episode wouldn't it that'd be a sick so, grand designs episode yeah. this all made me think as well um there's a fucking i forgot to, oh i meant to get this up i'm sure i can find it there was a fucking awesome youtube video um a guy builds an underground bunker have you guys seen that is it Colin oh. Furs? The guy is he doing it in his back garden? Yeah, does it in his back garden? Yeah, and he's yeah. like adding bits on as he goes. It is Colin Furs. Like yeah, it's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. He just excavates his whole like garden and builds this completely soundproof fucking bunker under there. Um, yeah, he's building a tunnel to connect it from his from the bunker into his house. Is he? <laughs> yeah, so he's been like doing bit by bit and like reinforcing it with concrete and then metal and yeah, like but he makes it you know like like comfortable it's not just like a brick uh, yeah like a, oh it's great down there yeah and he like he like fires a flamethrower down there doesn't he for some reason like a flamethrower <laughs> that he makes on another one of his videos i guess like i only came across him first of all with this but he has like band practice down there it's all completely soundproof he's mm. made it kind of like a apocalypse bunker isn't he where it's like but yeah he's got all drum kit down there and shit and all band set up and it's i mean it would be soundproof it's underneath the fucking uh underneath the ground like it's as soundproof uh, as you get I've been watching because he's that. been releasing videos like maybe once every couple of months as he's been building this new tunnel and <clears throat> connecting it to his house. And I've been wondering, like, how does he get planning permission from the council? Like, surely, <laughs> surely he has council uh, uh, planning well, permission. I, I think I remember from the first one that like you don't need planning permission to go down. You need planning permission to go up. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's regulations to do with it not exceeding your boundaries and stuff. But I mm. think he mentions that in the very first one where he builds it is that okay. yeah, you don't... how far down do your boundaries go? Yeah, I think again, I think as long as you don't touch pipes and shit, and I guess you have to. Maybe I feel like he does get maps to work out to not do that. But or... in theory, mm. does your does your land go to the center of the earth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, obviously, it'd get thinner and thinner the further down you went. But obviously, you're not mm. getting that far. But yeah, it's one of those ones that they've never, they probably never thought to put ownership things of. It would just be like you can't go through a pipe. You know, like you're responsible yeah. if you go through a pipe or shit like that. I'm, below, I imagine. below the sewer line, probably. Yeah, but I mean, you could, yeah, you well, could go the around line, pipes and stuff, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I guess you could. And there's one, there's one that reminds me, brings me back to the mole man. Actually, he says about he reckons he got down to the water line, which is super impressive. I guess the water line. What does he mean by that? Is that like, like the water table? That's what he says. Yeah, he says. Yeah, he yeah. says the water table. What does that mean? Isn't that is where, that just... like, where the water? There's always going to be water at that level. So, like, whatever. Yeah, that's just where know, water that's like sits in the earth. Wells and shit. Yeah. So if you're going to so... extract water, yeah. That yeah, seems really far down. Work. Did he really get that far down? <laughs> it's probably not that far, depending on where you are. I guess so. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, in London, down, if right? you're near the river, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's impressive. I wouldn't yeah. be able to dig a hole to the uh, <laughs> to the water table. Oh. And also, if you've dug it to the water table, that means that it would just constantly be flooding. Like, you, you'd have to, if you wanted to use that bit of tunnel, yeah. you'd have to just permanently be pumping water yeah. out of it. Yeah. I remember Put doing that at, like, the beach once, when I was, like, a kid. You know, digging down so far at the beach. That's what yeah, I was about to ask. What's the biggest, water, what's the biggest the, yeah. hole you've dug? I remember being, yeah, being really young. It's hard to imagine scale now because I was a kid. Yeah. But I remember it was definitely big enough that I couldn't get out, yeah. which is probably quite dangerous. <laughs> like yeah. My parents just like allowed me to do this shit. Um, but it was like, it was, it was wide. It was like, it was very big and it went down and it was like me and like some other kids. We spent all day on the beach, like in the Isle of Wight, I think it was, digging this fucking hole and we had to like build steps to get, I think my dad helped even like help build the steps <laughs> for us to get out, you know, like, and uh, yeah, I remember digging down far enough that we, we hit like water at the bottom, mm. which I guess when you're next to the sea is not that far, but yeah, it was definitely big enough that I couldn't climb out. Yeah, I remember me I and could... my cousins done the same thing. We, mm. we were 
smart enough. I think we had some older cousins with us, and like, yeah. so we built a slope that kind of takes you into it. So a few of us were just digging down. Like our job was just dig down, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, like, you throw all the sand to one side, and we kind of used that as like a a, a, a slope to get in. So it, nice. it almost like, didn't look as impressive when it like slopes down like that. But mm. again, like, it was to the point where if we hadn't done that slope, I wouldn't be able to get out. It was it was too high yeah. to to climb out of. Well, mine we didn't have a slope, so I think I think mine was probably probably more impressive with you. <laughs> it probably looked more impressive, but I, I, I bet you know in reality, very. Similar. Me and my cousin dug a big hole in my grand's garden once, and uh, it was impressive ourselves. Me and my dad had to go around and fill it in because everyone was worried about my grand falling in. You know, like it. She went out to do a bit of gardening and just fell in and just couldn't get <laughs> yeah. out of this hole. Yeah. Speaking of falling in holes, right? <laughs> Around my way at the moment, there's a crisis where people are stealing drain covers. So This happened in, in Essex a while back. Yeah. So... Yeah. Because they're um, worth money, aren't they? Yeah, not like manhole covers, but the side of the road, in the gutter, there's yeah. metal drain covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, like, some countries don't have them. They have like storm drain type things. But mm. you've got, you know, we've just got a hole in the ground, which is the drain, and then there's a big metal grate that covers it. Yeah. And people are just driving around in the night and ripping them out of the ground and stealing them. <laughs> yeah. And we well, say ripping them out of the ground because it, yeah, it's just raw iron. You, you can just lift them up. It takes a bit of a, of a go, but you can just. They're not. They're not glued down. They're not locked down. No, you can just. Go, just you can just. And, and I only know this because yeah. <laughs> well, well, gr well, ground worker Steve lifted one up once uh, when we were doing some. I was doing some groundwork with him, and, it, and for whatever reason, it was just like <laughs> you just yeah. You just lift that up. Yeah. And we, I, I saw it on the on the <laughs> Facebook. Imagine you doing groundwork. <laughs> mate, I've done some fucking shit, mate. He I've can done do groundwork. He I've does a bit some, of this, bit of yeah, that. I've done a bit of that, bit of the shoveling, <laughs> yeah. bit of the fucking he does, pneumatic does what drill. You need him too. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw it on the local Facebook page. People were posting photos saying, someone's nicked the drain cover. Like going mental for it. Someone could die. Um, <laughs> it is true though. Like a kid could be like walking about and play. Yeah. I, I used to play out in the street all the time. Or a and, dog. Yeah, dogs, cats, whatever, mm. like fall in a hole and moths. die. And um, moths, <laughs> uh, they'll hopefully be able to get out. But <laughs> I, and nothing happened down my sort of like immediate road, but a couple of neighbouring roads had their drain covers taken. And then I was driving home the other day and I didn't know, but at the end of my road, the drain cover had been stolen. Shit. And... I, different. We're different when it's that close to home. I, I know. Well, I I saw it, took like a mental note of it, instantly forgot that I'd taken that mental note not to drive in the hole, and I drove in the hole <laughs> because there's a there was a van coming down the other side of the road, so I had to get quite close to the curb, and I was slowly sort of like going by because I was planning to park, and then my front left wheel just bang. Just oh no! Straight down in the hole. I was like, "Fuck!" And like, there was a guy in a van looking, and he was, like, "Oof, like, <laughs> unlucky, mate." And um, luckily, I didn't know this until I'd reversed. A good Samaritan had placed some wood like over the top of the hole, and <clears throat> either it had already caved in, or I caved it in yeah. by driving yeah. over it. So when I reversed, um, it, it sort of made like a little ramp. Like it, I, I managed to reverse out. No damage. You yeah, might no. not have got out. Hmm? You might not have got out otherwise. You had to get like pulled out or something. Yeah, because yeah. the, the drain hole is pretty much the width of the wheel, like yeah, maybe yeah. even wider. Uh, yeah. So the wheel just had gone straight down and just smashed the bottom of the car. But luckily it Fuck. didn't. There was I, I looked, there's no damage to the car um, mm. and managed to get out. But I think more people have driven over, the, over it since because the wood is getting beaten up. And... Uh, it's still like that. Well, I, yeah. I thought this. So this happened. Yeah, this happened a while back in like Greys, and it was happening all the time. But then it stopped happening because people were nicking it for scrap metal. Yeah. So they would get nicked, and then they would take it because it was it was a time when you could just take any old scrap metal to a dodgy fucking scrap dealer. Yeah. And they would just do it. But then it it became a thing where where they made like a new law where you had to register, you know, and give your name and address or anything to, to be able to sell scrap. 
So to, to stop this happening, so you had to you had to say where you got it from, or you know, and and it would stop the scrap dealer Fucking taking it. safety gone mad. <laughs> yeah, but how could they? Then, how could they do like? Surely you just give it to some guy, he gives you cash, and then they just melt it down. I guess they're still like dodgy geezers doing it, and yeah, you know, got unlicensed, uh, unlicensed yeah. scrap dealers. Yeah, but it seemed to stop it because because you had to like I guess like going to CX, you know, and being mm. like because they they still. Well, they stopped in it for a while. They would have like their whole fucking shop window would look like the front window of a fucking um, computer electronics retailer. You know that, that they would have. It would be all the fucking products that, that would be nicked uh, from yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, eventually, you had to then, you know, sign up and give your name and address and everything. Like that. I imagine the, the same. And it seemed to stop it anyway for a while. Um, but I guess not completely. Someone they found some cunt they'll take it, haven't they? Evidently, or they wouldn't be nicking them. Yeah, it's. Uh, I need to be careful everywhere but, I go now. Well, it was happening with road signs. That was it. Like metal road signs were getting nicked. So I remember, mm. like, oh, like, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so I was talking about this today with yeah push up Paul, and yeah. he <laughs> mentioned that near near his way there's the signs for the village or the town yeah. or whatever and people were just nicking them straight away yeah well, we get like there's, there's one on the way into Grey's and I, f- I think it's still half a sign it's been like that for years just like the bottom half of it just got nicked it's like <laughs> maybe, maybe they thought like I won't, I won't fuck them completely over it was like a massive sign they thought well, I'll just take the bottom half or maybe the bottom half was easier to get to or yeah something. But, yeah anyway <laughs> take that into fucking like some cash for iron. Yeah, it's where funny to get think, this? isn't it? Don't yeah. know, I found it. Don't know, mate. Yeah, well, it says yeah. on it where you got it from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That is, um, okay. Subterranean excavations. Most See, notable subterranean yeah, excavations. I'm now enlightened. I didn't on, know on, Honorary mention to the Peterborough Tunnels before we go. So the, right. the, the Peterborough Tunnels um, is a kind of a rumoured tunnel. So this is this is a bit of a mystery, George. Oh, no I'll one, tell no you, one... I can I can share a little rumor tunnel as well. For, oh, All right, thank you. Yeah, excellent. I hope you do. Um, this is um, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is rumored to uh, exist. There's basically a a lady who remembers it. Uh, basically, a woman described as a grandmother <laughs> claims that she crawled through a tunnel under Peterborough Cathedral as a schoolgirl. The experience was so terrifying that uh, it gave her nightmares for weeks afterwards. So she says like 25 of us went down to the tunnel one at a time. Only uh, one came back. None of the teachers came in, which is a bit creepy. It was pitch black, had a stone floor and was about two feet high and three feet wide. We crawled along on our hands and knees. Oh, not even the a girl minute. in front of me stopped and started screaming. She was so scared. The tunnel started in the cathedral and ended there too. Uh, we, were da- we, we were down there for what seemed like ages. You were really short, when I, really long. Yeah, yeah, really short. <laughs> when I eventually got home, I was in tears. So <clears throat> some people say that like, there's loads of sort of like anecdotal stories apparently about like tunnels and did they see this tunnel. Some people reckon that uh, they now say like there's rumours of like tunnels that extended from like one bit like for like miles out to another bit. And it, there's people now that say like that for a start, it's physically impossible for it to go that far because of the water or something, you know, hmm. but they reckon it's what, what they're talking about. And, and there is a thing that is a fact that there's like, uh, um, foundations of like an old, like Saxon or now they believe to be Roman, uh, church underneath the current cathedral. Well, um, hmm. so, and, uh, and you can now, you could, you're not allowed to go and see it cause it's deemed unsafe, but there is a picture, um, in one of these articles that I found of a, uh, uh, like the, the cathedral foundations. Um, I'll try and find out send it to you, but yeah. But, oh, it, nice. but there's still loads of people in Peterborough who claim that there's like way more tunnels than that that uh, are undiscovered and there are more than just this one cathedral tunnel. But oh, there probably are. There probably honor, old smugglers tunnels and all sorts of tunnels in most, especially like market towns, old market towns in the UK. Yeah, um, yeah, there may be. In, in uh, Bologna, um, well, I think most cathedrals are like most big cathedrals are built on the site of, or a lot of them are built on the site of either an older church or like yeah. a, 
a worship site from well that's know, what they say about Christian. this actually yeah it turned yeah because yeah. the reason you build a cathedral in a certain place anyway is because it's like the top of the town or you know the yeah. highest point probably yeah, is, you yeah. know is where you build up it's normally where the church would be I mean, if you see a t- church in old town it's at the, the peak isn't it and you may be able to see it from everywhere traditionally so mm. yeah the romans would have picked it for the same fucking reason or if you go to milan in the cathedral there uh, there's a whole level below it like you, you go in and you can go down into this lower level obviously there's the crypt but then below that there's the remains of like an old roman church but it's fucking it's crazy how high much higher the streets are now compared to you know mm. roman times and you see it everywhere like in bologna you go into the i think it's the library and there's a whole remains of a roman village underneath the library that you can go down and there's like a walkway over it it's um, bad. but it's crazy how like high so why is um, that is that just we've just I guess it's just years it. and years of yeah building over things and the street level rises and why does the street um, level rise though? Like I don't get that through just don't know. But, I guess because uh, in uh, in Italy in like Rome and earthquakes or, or and shit. Major, no, they were using like the old Roman sewers. So I guess they would then just as the city. But it's, it's not even just here though. Like uh, or there, it's also here. No, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, but I don't, I don't actually know why because you get it where they sort of excavate an area or like archaeologists mm. are looking for something and yeah like six feet down they find a building and then they go 20 feet down and that's the bottom of the building and it's like mm. but it was just buried under dirt and rubble and shit i don't that's know it's weird isn't it i don't know it's weird, weird. um it's classic us just not knowing some shit there's probably like yeah very basic answer to but yeah but so to end on rob i'll share yeah, i'll, I'll share a, a secret tunnel <laughs> secret tunnel rumor that's local to us right oh lovely that's that's in fobbing so the village i grew up in wow. fobbing yeah there's there's it used to be uh the the in fobbing it's right on the edge of the marshes in essex and there used to be a creek that went right up to the bottom of fobbing uh hill so there used to be like a little dock and a little pool and a, a, there was an inn right at the bottom of the, the hill. Now it's all been dammed, so there's no water that sort of goes up to it. But in the past, you know, 100, 150 years ago, it was like a proper little smuggler's port. So smugglers used to bring all their shit in and then it used to be, you know, smuggled out to different places. But there was always rumours of tunnels from the bottom of Fobbing Hill up to the White Lion pub, um, which is on the, the top of the hill. Uh, and then one shout out the white the, line big up brett it's great great little pub um but then yeah. one link in the white line to the church uh and there was I've also heard one this. i have heard this yeah yeah and, there, and one that went out onto the marshes so from the church it went out to to some point on the marshes that the smugglers would come up on their ships un- unload and then obviously all the stuff would be brought up into the church or into mm. the churchyard and then it would be smuggled into the pub and then taken off and the church um, was in on it, obviously, because they're dirty buggers. Must have been, yeah. yeah. But so there's always been this rumor of the of the one in the pub. And a few years ago, uh, I asked Brett, who's the landlord in the White Line, I said, "Is it, you know, is there actually a tunnel down in the cellar? Because supposedly, um, you know, there's a tunnel. That's where it joins on. Is in the beer cellar." And he said, "Well, I don't know. I'm not too sure." But he did, come and have a look. So he took me down into the beer cellar, and it's just like a little room. And he said. It's all been plastered over uh, and bricked over, but the the rumor is that on this wall, he showed me the wall, uh, is where the tunnel began. Uh, but obviously, we can't just go digging and smashing walls down and stuff like that. But apparently, it was bricked up uh, in the fifties or the forties. So wow. there must be something there because it's just weird that you know so many people, because it is like a local rumor. You know, in the village, it's always been the case that there's these tunnels going from. A house there's a house in the village that supposedly connects to it and then mm. another one that goes to um you know the 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 bottom of the hill and the church i just love, love it. it i'd love to find yeah. the entrance and go in and like it, maybe there's treasure in there maybe there's like <laughs> 150 year old smugglers stuff you know just sitting there maybe. waiting to be claimed maybe George. or there's just fuck all yeah <laughs> probably that one probably that one yeah who knows so maybe uh, yeah. maybe maybe i'll try and get a little bit of footage of the uh the Badger's Dean Tunnel, Tom. For as I'm talking about it, you can edit that over. I'll, I'll see if Turkish yeah. Glenn wants to come for a little uh, old school. Mate. It's probably very padlocked up by now. I imagine, like, yeah, back when we were younger, 
they didn't care so much about a kid getting trapped in a tunnel and dying. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now they're probably. But they care about a guy in their young gone 30s, mad. You know, yeah, yeah well, they, 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 don't, they don't know that we're going in there enough. There's not like a 30s only padlock that you can like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you go in there, they're not. Who's going to tell you off? Come on. No, I'm worried about getting told off. I just mean it's probably like very padlocked up now. Mm-hmm. Whereas years ago. It was just open. It was just open, yeah. It'd been padlocked and, and cut like regularly. It was one of those. It was, it was like, like this It was probably fence. someone in their early 30s cutting it. Beep. It might it, it might have been, yeah. <laughs> there, well, there was a fence that I used to go past um, every day on the way to college. And uh, it was like always a sh- bit of a shitty fence. But there was always a hole in it that you could go through. And we used to go through there and smoke weed. And... Um, like they, they, they're always trying to like patch this hole up in the fence and I remember one time there was like a proper fence they made like they changed the fence entirely and put up like the real like tough like metal stuff I saw them putting it up when I was on my way to college on my way home there was a hole in the fence <laughs> <laughs> I thought like so who's doing that <laughs> that's good it's the ghost of that tunnel yeah yeah that wasn't even a tunnel that was just some random fucking fence anyway <laughs> Um, that is the mole man of Hackney and notable subterranean excavations. Thanks, Love Rob. It. Mm. Thanks, Rob. I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Join us next week for Valentine's Day Woo! for episode 69. 69. <laughs> How's that worked out? <laughs> Amazing. Mr. Yeah. Lover Lover. It's like someone's planned it. Amazing. Yeah, Valentine. Yeah, two years ago when we started this podcast, <laughs> I didn't start it, but when it was started, we we had this plan from the very beginning. <laughs> That's why there was all those Lilford. gaps between the early <laughs> yeah, episodes exactly. to try and figure this out, right? Milford planned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Join us. It. It was like the Emperor from Star Wars. You know, he's behind it all. Next week, we're going to have some <laughs> some stories about love, romance, cum, and anal, probably. Uh, (laughs) for episode 69 but this was episode 68 of the Curious Club peace peace